you like NASCAR? Do you like a tribe called Quest? Well, you gonna love the Urban Conservative. Do you like manwich and nachos? Well, then you'd love the Urban Conservative. Do you like guns? Do you like butter? Well, you're gonna love the Urban Conservative. Yo, what's good, son? You like pit bulls, say? You like solving Sudoku puzzles? Then you're gonna love the Urban Conservative. Hey, buddy, if your car making a sound like this, you might want to get you some power steering fluid and check out the Urban Conservative podcast. Are you repulsed by the idea of drag queen story time at your local library, but enjoy Carol Baskin TikTok memes? Then you would enjoy the Urban Conservative. Do you want to? TV, bridging communities worldwide. We broadcast diverse international content from Europe, Asia, Africa, and now right here in the USA. Watch us via Roku on your smart TV. Submit your own content to 1530entertainmentllc at gmail.com. Download the Millennium TV app from the App Store to stream our shows anywhere, anytime. Millennium TV. This season of the Urban Conservative Podcast is brought to you by Newton for Senate, working to improve education, reduce taxes, and keep North Carolina number one for business. Find out more at newtonforsenate.com. This episode of the Urban Conservative has also been sponsored by Case Technology Consulting. Help your business get value out of its data and become more efficient and streamlined. Case Technology Consulting. Check out the link in the description. Top of the morning, everybody. It is December the 26th. Joe Biden is still the worst president in the U.S. history. I'm your host, Adul Ali. Go ahead and get yourself a cup of coffee. Get yourself squared away because for the next little while, we're going to discuss all the, the news and goings on in the world. Uh, of course, thank you for watching on Amazon, Apple, and Roku TV with Millennium TV and everywhere else that we're available. And if you're watching live, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Um, and so what we are looking at here, uh, bear with me a moment, get this, uh, get the, get the camera situation squared away. There we go. I feel a little better about that now. Uh, well, folks, good morning. I hope you enjoyed your Christmas holiday. Merry Christmas to each and every one of you that celebrate Christmas. Merry Christmas to the ones of you that don't celebrate Christmas, because I'm sure you gave a gift and there's some Festivus and some other holidays people have come up with. I've never done the Kwanzaa thing, never could quite get to the Kwanzaa thing. I didn't understand it. It was just like a Hanukkah ripoff to me. So uh, happy Hanukkah to those that celebrate Hanukkah and Christmas and all the other holidays we 
uh, had a great time around here yesterday. Got to spend some time with family. Big shout out to my brother Raheem Soto running the boards. He and Heather had a fantastic Christmas holiday. They had a wonderful cheese assortment. I saw they were there with some cheeses and I was like, man, it'd be nice to have some of that cheese. It looked like a nice Gouda. But there's a lot of news to get to uh, before we get into that. Thank you so much. Uh, if you want to support the, con uh, the, the content, please jump on over to TUConservative.com. Get yourself a membership. That is the way you do that. You can also send us a cash app at TUConservative, dollar sign TUConservative. One thing we do have to remember, uh, it is freezing cold outside. There are many people across the country who are still without power in the freezing cold so if you know a friend or a neighbor or somebody especially an elderly person that doesn't have heat need somebody to look after them go check on your neighbors folks that's the way we make this place a better place is by checking on your neighbors and let's keep all of these people who are still struggling um through this cold weather uh, with no power no heat keep them in your thoughts and prayers okay folks that's, that's the way we make things better but i've got an interesting show for y'all this morning and the first thing i want to talk about here is um you know People tend to forget how good of a job that Donald Trump actually did. I know there's some other stuff in the news, and we're going to get to that. But people tend to forget how good of a job he actually did as president. So what we have here, and it's only going to take two or three minutes, we're going to go through this video. And we're going to kind of look at some of the highlights, some of the accomplishments some of the, the good things, because all you hear about is Trump called these people rapists. He called these people that. You hear all about the tax law, the da-da-da-da, right? And we're going to talk about that, actually, on the Urban Conservatives, so make sure you're right back here tonight at 8 o'clock. But let's take a listen to some of the accomplishments of the Donald Thanks for Trump watching the Urban Conservative. Make sure to like, follow, and subscribe. Today, we list some of the accomplishments of President Donald J. Trump's administration. Hi. Unemployment rates for African Americans, Hispanic Americans, Asian Americans, Native Americans, veterans, individuals with disabilities, and those without a high school diploma all reached record lows. Stop right there. My brother already caught it. All right. So the other day, uh, shouts out to Blexit, North Carolina. My homegirl uh, puts up a post and you see all these black folks, um, you know, leftist black black folks that jump. What did Donald Trump do? Well, there you go record lows in unemployment for all those across the board, but it's a highlight for African-Americans, Hispanics, and Latinos, et cetera. So just, just something to keep in mind. Employment for women hit its lowest rate in nearly 70 years. Wow. Didn't know that. Let's keep going. Lifted nearly 7 million people off of food stamps. Poverty rates for African-Americans and Hispanic-Americans reached record lows. Mm. Income inequality fell for two years and by the largest amount in over a decade. The 50% of American households saw a 40% increase in net worth. Wages rose fastest for low-income and blue-collar workers, a 16% pay increase. African-American homeownership increased from 41.7% to 46.4%. Hold on, Brock right jobs. there. Hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. Stop the press. Back up, Terry. It doesn't sound like a lot, but from 41 to increase the percentage of black people that own homes. So I don't want to hear another person talking about how bad the redlining is. <laughs> you can't buy a house if you're black. All of this stupidity because he increased the rate of home ownership. Percent to 46.4%. 
brought jobs, factories, and industries back to the USA. Created more than 1.2 million manufacturing and construction jobs. Put in place policies to bring back supply chains from overseas. Wow. What, what, Small what, business what, optimism what, 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 broke a 35-year-old record in 2018. You do realize that if you make the stuff here, like the man was saying, it don't get stuck on shipping boats from China. You, you do realize if you make the stuff here, if we don't have to get it from China, right? Not only are we not paying our enemy, we're also keeping the stuff here. It doesn't get stuck. Y'all, you, you, you all have seen this. You've gone to the supermarket, you've gone to stores, and you're wondering where all the stuff is. Well, the stuff is stuck on shipping boats because we're getting it from China. American Energy Independence Unleashed America's oil and natural gas potential For the first time in nearly 70 years, the United States has become a net energy exporter Stop right there, just to stop We don't even gotta cover no more of this We'll, we'll, come, we'll, we'll cover some more of this tomorrow morning We'll go over that to some more of that tomorrow morning We left off at American Energy Independence Which right now you see Biden going overseas, asking Venezuela for oil, asking the Saudis for oil. Why on God's green earth when we have all of this oil right underneath our feet? Why are we buying oil? You see, Biden had to go out and buy all this this uh, to restock the, the strategic reserves. Why? When we had it right under our feet. I mean, look, some people don't like the mean tweets some people don't like his personality, but not liking someone's personality is not enough to discount the good work that he's done. I mean, you can't make any of this stuff up. You can't take Joe Biden has none of this stuff going for him. So just thought we would start out this morning with a little reminder of some of the good stuff that Donald Trump did when he was president. You are checking out top of the morning right here on Millennium TV. Going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. TV, bridging communities worldwide. We broadcast diverse international content from Europe, Asia, Africa, and now right here in the USA. Watch us via Roku on your smart TV. Submit your own content to 1530entertainmentllc at gmail.com. Download the Millennium TV app from the App Store to stream our shows anywhere, anytime. Millennium TV. Just because you're black doesn't mean you have to vote Democrat. This year, in order to see benefits for our communities, we need to vote outside the box. Find out more by visiting us at TUConservative.com. Welcome back to Top of the Morning, folks. I'm your host, Adul Ali. And as always, please give us a follow. Look for us everywhere at The Urban Conservative, wherever you listen to podcasts or stream your podcasts. And if there's a platform we're not on, you want us on there, let us know. We will definitely do our best to get on there. And again, thanks to everyone over at Millennium TV. Shouts out to Stuart McCain and the whole team over at Millennium TV, helping us reach millions worldwide. It is very much appreciated. Uh, as many of you know, uh, Kamala Harris, our, our fantastic, wonderful, cackling crow of a vice president, like a brother of Harris, was tasked with taking care of the border stuff, right? She was supposed to be in charge of the border and all that kind of thing. I don't know where she's been, but definitely not down at the border. But you would think, right, as a loving leftist, as a concerned uh, person who cares about the plight 
of the illegal immigrant that she would welcome with open arms into her home busloads of immigrants she would be taking the majority of her paycheck as a as as much money as she gets the hundreds of thousands of dollars and god knows how much she's going to get when she gets out of the vice presidency when she writes that book but you would think she would be nice and welcome to the idea of migrants coming to her house well that ain't the case okay it is being reported that the three busloads of migrants were dropped off uh, at the vice president's Naval Observatory residence late Saturday night as the Biden administration is working to end Title 42. Now, these buses were sent by Texas Republican Governor Greg Abbott while the federal government continues its salt on his state by refusing to secure the border with Mexico. And we on this platform have showed you many and many times how many people are sitting there waiting at the border to get themselves into the country, not legally, but illegally. So now you have these migrants who were dropped off at Kamala's house. And like I said, you would think Kamala would be there with open arms. Welcome to the USA. Welcome here. Let me write, cut a check to get y'all something done. And instead of that, what's happening is these migrants, okay, these migrants are being shipped around. You know, this is this is where the 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 I guess the the moving the chairs, what do you call that? The the musical migrant chairs is happening. Okay. And, and they've got, I've actually got a video. I'm going to share this with you. This is an actual video of the migrants that are being moved around to Kamala's house. That this is them lo loading the bus. Check this out. This is this is actually them getting on the bus. Here you go. Government issued blankets, your tax dollars at work. Looks like a fairly nice bus. There's police over there, so that means somebody's getting paid. It's exactly what's going on here. These migrants are being dropped off at the at Kamala Harris's house. And what do you think she did? Absolutely nothing is what she did. Zero. Zip zilch. Not a not a thing. Not a peep. Not a tweet. Not a not a nothing. And the fact of the matter is, these folks a lot of times will be better off in their own country. I saw this thing. Um, you know, it's like if your country was so if you cared about your country, you wanted it to become a better place. Wouldn't you stay and fight for it? If you didn't think you were going to get something for free, would you make that perilous journey? Would you bring your kids with you? If you thought it was going to be uh, a way for you to have a better life, wouldn't you want that better life to not be looking over your shoulder all the time? Wouldn't wouldn't you want to just be able to get a job, get a social security number or a taxpayer ID number, get a driver's license, do all the things that go along well to hell? In some places, you can get a, a driver's license if you are an illegal immigrant in New York City. What's happening? L.A. what's happening, San Francisco what's happening, all these uh, sanctuary states and sanctuary cities are places where people can just come here and, and skip the line is basically what it is, is skipping the line and jumping ahead of folks. So uh, busloads of migrants, shout out to the governor of Texas for sending those migrants to Kamala's house just to see what she's going to do. I thought we had a loving, caring left in this country who wanted migrants to do well. I love the way the, the fact that they use the word migrants instead of illegal aliens, because that's exactly when you cross the border illegally. That's exactly what you are. You're an illegal alien. Oh, but you can't have illegal human beings. There's no such thing as an illegal human being. Yeah, I, I hear you. You're across the border illegal, which makes you an illegal human being at this point. Uh, the other thing is I, I for one, okay, I for one. 
know for a fact that this administration has got its ideas, its priorities all jacked up. I'm going to tell you how I know they got their priorities all jacked up. And, and look, I'm a Republican. Y'all know. Y'all seen the disclaimer. These are my opinions. These are not the opinions of our our uh, our, our contributors, our underwriters, our sponsors. This is my opinion here. It's just my opinion. And I'm going to tell you what I think here. Here's the bottom line. We have a problem in the GOP. Okay. There's two problems. One problem is not enough of us know how government actually works. So therefore, we come up with these opinions about conservatives, about our fellow Republicans, based on um, a word that people may not be familiar with, based on conjecture. When you're making this opinion, you're coming up with a position on an issue without all the facts. So we tend to throw our fellow Republicans under the bus based on conjecture. But then the second problem that we have is that there are Republicans who are doing things that go directly against what the voting base, their voting base actually wants, Mitch McConnell, saying things like Ukraine is our top priority, saying things like, you know, giving billions and billions of dollars to defend the border of other countries when it would only cost us five billion dollars to fix the border here. That is not that is a problem when you see Mitch McConnell and these other folks voting along with Democrats to do things they know the American people don't want. But you got to ask yourself this question. Biden and them are spending an arm and a leg, right? They're spending an arm and a leg on, I'll just call it what it is. It's crap. It, it's its its literally crap. Um, they've got this new thing. Your man Biden, your guy right there, got this new thing. And I want y'all to, before we take the next break, I'm going to tell y'all what this is. The Biden administration is set to drop a half a million dollars, okay? Half a million bucks. That's 250,000 bucks times two, okay? I did mean to drop a half a million on artificial intelligence that detects micro, that detects microaggressions on social media. Listen to this. They're set to dole out a $550,000 grant to develop AI model that can automatically detect and suppress microaggressions on social media. Government spending records show the award funded through President Biden's $1.9 trillion American destruction, I mean, American rescue plan, was granted to re researchers at the University of Washington to develop technologies that could protect online users from discriminatory language. Hold on. Wait a minute. Stop the press. Back up, Terry. Sounds like to me somebody is looking for ways to infringe on our rights. You don't have a right to not be offended. Okay, you don't have that right. You don't have a right to go out there and use what they call words of violence to threaten people and tell them you're going to hurt them. You're going to do something bad. You're going to kill somebody. You know that you can't do. But if somebody looks like a dude, acts like a dude and is dressed like a woman and you call them a dude, they don't have a right to be offended when you not be offended when you call them a dude. I, you don't have a right to not be offended if I say that I agree, disagree with something. And then this idea of y'all funding micro, a microaggression, like that is the most non-objective thing that you could come up with. I mean, think about this where every little thing could be taken as a microaggression. Excuse me, could you ha hand me the creamer? Why would you ask me to hand you the creamer? You asked me to hand you the creamer because I'm black? Every little thing could be taken as a microaggression. Here's another one. Here's another one. Here's another. I like your skirt. Are you are you harassing me? Wait a minute. I just said I like your skirt. Wait a minute. You know this this idea. I, I gotta. I don't even know 
how does one even assess what a microaggression is? Because anything could be taken as a microaggression. What what we're looking at here, folks, and 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 there's some other things that they did through this 1.9 trillion with a T tr 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 trillion. You can't even fathom that kind of money. You can't even think about what a trillion dollars looks like in a room. Okay, I have a hard time wrapping my head around what a billion dollars look like, but a trillion, like I can't, you can't wrap your head around that. So if there's a, if there's half a million dollars going to that, right? There's other there's other money in this bill, in this spending bill, went to do some of the most insane things you've ever heard of. And one of the craziest parts about this, and, and I got it right here. I got it right here. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna actually play this real quick before we take our next commercial break. The State Department, prime example, is awarding thirty thousand dollars to a group in Kyrgyzstan. We ain't got no money for us, but we got some money for a group in Kyrgyzstan. Check, just, just y'all listen to this. Just, 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 I can't make this up. Just listen to this. Listen to this. Nowadays, your tax dollars are going towards a lot more than just maintaining the roads. An original report from Breitbart News found that the State Department gave $30,000 to a pro-transgender organization in the mostly Muslim nation of Kyrgyzstan. The grant was given to Kyrgyz Indigo, an organization that works alongside George Soros' Open Society Foundation. The grant will go to fund pro-transgender advocacy and sensitivity trainings, as well as a media campaign. Among the constituencies that this organization seeks to serve are, quote, trans women sex workers with migration experience. But the State Department's pro-transgender ideological imperialism may soon spread to India. Another original report found that the State Department is prepared to spend $50,000 to, quote, counter stigma against the transgender community in India. The grant will go towards setting up pride and rainbow groups inside corporations, as well as establishing hiring pipelines for those who identify as transgender. This administration isn't content with just pushing transgenderism on the American population, but has now set out to use American taxpayer dollars to force transgender ideology on the rest of the world. We, we're gonna talk about this, folks. We're going to talk about this in a second. We're going to take a quick commercial break right here on Top of the Morning. And then we're going to come right back to this. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back here on Top of the Morning. TV, bridging communities worldwide. We broadcast diverse international content from Europe, Asia, Africa, and now right here in the USA. Watch us via Roku on your smart TV. Submit your own content to 1530entertainmentllc at gmail.com. Download the Millennium TV app from the App Store to stream our shows anywhere, anytime. Millennium TV. This season of the Urban Conservative Podcast is brought to you by Newton for Senate, working to improve education, reduce taxes, and keep North Carolina number one for business. Find out more at newtonforsenate.com. This episode of the Urban Conservative has also been sponsored by Case Technology Consulting. Help your business get value out of its data and become more efficient and streamlined. Case Technology Consulting. Check out the link in the description.
Hi, folks. Welcome back to Top of the Morning. I hope you got yourself a good cup of coffee and you are doing well this morning. As you can see, we got the standard TUC mug. If you want to get your hands on one of these, you're going to need to go over to TUConservative.com. Get yourself a membership. Only 10 bucks for the year. We know by inflation got everything else. And uh, I want to give a big, big shout out to French Express Coffee. Um, I am sipping their French Express blend this morning. So shouts out to Ryan and the whole crew over at French Express. And we got some good stuff going on with them. I also want to give a big up to our uh, show partner here, uh, Ari Case over at Case Technologies. Big shout out to Ari and all the good work he's doing in the STEM and technology and IT fields. If you got young people that you want to get involved in that, please look up Case Technology Consultants. A great way to get yourself going in the right direction. Where we just left off, the United States government has sent, and I think the last two stories we looked at, it was about $80,000, one for a trans group in Kyrgyzstan, uh, another for uh, transgender activism in India. And let me tell you something, folks. The percentage of the population that identify as trans, that identify as LGBTQ, it's not a huge part of the population. So let's ask ourselves a question. How is it that this group of people has so much political power? Why is it that we have so many things? And I don't care what you do with your orifices. That's your business. Okay. That's between you and whoever you doing what you do with your orifices. It's your business. Okay. But how is it that this group has so much political power? What is what is behind the agenda of the LGBT stuff that our government is doing? Because ask, I mean, I could think of uh, better things to do here in this country with fifty thousand dollars. I could think of several local nonprofits here in Cabarrus County that would help American citizens with fifty thousand dollars. I can think of a bunch of schools that could use supplies with that $50,000. I could think of some some streets and some roads that could use some improvement with some of that $50,000. I can think of some giving it back to the taxpayers, that $50,000. What is behind this ideology is the question. And it's starting to look like Joe Biden is slipping, folks. Uh, this recent report is starting to show that even Joe Biden's almost a third um, of his Biden 2020 voters said he should not vote again. He should not run again. Uh, Yahoo News slash YouGov survey found that 55% said no, he should not run in 24. Just one quarter said yes, Biden should run and another 20% remain unsure. Notably, and this is a very important thing for you all to look at in this, notably less than a majority of Democrats, 48% said he should run again, but 29% said he should not. Perhaps more significant is the fact that nearly one third of his 2020 voters, 32%, said he should not run again and just 43% said he should. That means, Joe, you don't need to do it. 66% uh, of independents said Biden should not run for president again as he uh, garnered support with just 14% of independents who believe he should. The survey was done the 15th through the 29th among 1,555 U.S. adults. So I'm going to take that with a grain of salt, right? We're going to we're going to we're going to take those results with a little bit of a grain of salt. But it is to understand that people are starting to realize this dude ain't it. Now, who do you going to have in 24 becomes the question. <laughs> now, do you have a, a Roy Cooper out of North Carolina running for president? Do you have a Raphael Warnock who just had a successful Senate campaign? Do you have uh, like which Democrat governor does it? Um, I think right now the strongest two front runners would be Raphael Warnock and um, 
and Roy Cooper out of North Carolina. I've also heard some some rumblings of Kamala Harris jumping in the presidential race. And let me tell you, folks, that ain't going to work. She doesn't have a legislative record. She doesn't have a record to run for president on. So, nah, I don't, I don't see Michelle. Like, the only thing that she would have is, I'm Michelle Obama. Like, that's, that's all you got is I was married to Barack. That's the only thing that would actually work. So, nah, I don't see her doing it. I don't think that works out. Uh, but, again, Biden is starting to slip. Um, and I got a couple of other things we want to talk about real quick. And this is really important. Okay? This is really, really important stuff here. Now. A lot of our friends on the left, they push and push and push and say, we got to have a $15 an hour salary, right? We got to we got to pay people no less than $15 an hour. OK, that's what we were told. That's the that's the go to. You, you got to pay people $15 an hour. And I, like many other people as entrepreneurs, we know you can't get blood from a rock. You can't get blood from a turnip. You can't get what you don't got. If I can't afford to pay you $15, if your labor is not worth $15 an hour, I can't give you that, nor should I be required to give you that. That's just not the way that our economic system should work. But as you can see here, and according to this story, McDonald's in Texas, this McDonald's in Texas launched its first fully automated restaurants. Okay. The restaurant requires no human contact for orders or meal pickup in the dining room and the drive-thru. McDonald's said the location will be for customers in need of a meal on the go by featuring an order ahead lane where people can receive orders on a conveyor belt. Yeah. So y'all keep pushing these business owners. Okay. Y'all keep pushing these business owners to have to pay something that they can't afford. And this is what you end up with. You end up with robots doing the work and that's the way that it's going. Then you got to consider this too. That's why we don't have the law enforcement officers we should have. In a lot of places, they're so short on police officers because you can make $15 an hour flipping burgers at Burger King or McDonald's. Why would you put, risk your life for $15 an hour when you can go, make? do you want fries with that? Okay. Y'all keep pushing this, this mandatory $15 an hour minimum wage, and you are going to see the negative impact that this will have on the economy. You'll see the negative impact that it's going to have on the labor force, right? We saw what happened with the labor force in this country when a federally mandated minimum wage was put into place. You know, if you don't read, I suggest you go pick up basic economics. Um, I suggest you go get basic economics and I also suggest you go pick up wealth, poverty and politics and international perspective, because you got to understand what's happening when you force somebody to do something they can't afford to do. Businesses are rather shut down. Th this idea that people go into business just because they. All right, let me I'm gonna just say this. I detest hearing people say, you know, I started this business because I care about the. No, you didn't. No, you know, nobody starts a business because they care. They start a business because they want to make money. Okay. They want to do well. They want to have profit. You don't start a business to break even. You don't even start a nonprofit to break even. You start a nonprofit to raise as much money as you can to further your mission as you can and keep the organization serving the people. But even on a for-profit business, nobody does it because they care. Nobody, nobody does it because they just have a genuine feeling in their heart that they want to serve that. No, that's all. Fifth Avenue marketing jargon that y'all get used to. You know, we care. The recipe is care. No, the recipe is give me that money for this food or the re recipe is pay me. 
So this idea, again, this idea that you're going to just make McDonald's or make, you know, franchise owners pay somebody they can't afford to pay something they can't afford to pay is absolutely ridiculous. It's it's not going to work and it's going to have a devastating, a devastating impact on our economy. And you see who this is going to hurt the most. And I'm not playing a race card here, but this is going to hurt young minorities the most. Right. Why? Unskilled first time jobs, unskilled laborers. Most of those people, I worked at Burger King and Wendy's growing up. I didn't have to have a, skills to work at Wendy's. You learn how to put the, the, the lettuce and the ketchup and the mayonnaise on the burger. You learn how to work with a team. You learn what a process is. Unskilled labor is going to suffer the most. And for the people on the left who say they care about minorities, they care about minority communities, they want to see young people do well, keep pushing for this $15 an hour federal minimum wage. Keep it up. And watch what happens. You are hurting the very people you claim to care about because you're taking those young people's ability to go get an entry level position out of the equation. And it's not going to help them. It's not. So this McDonald's in Texas has already gone fully automated. When you step inside the test restaurant concept, you'll notice it's considerably smaller. So they're going to save money there. The features inside and outside are geared towards customers who are dining at home or on the go. Inside the restaurant, there's a delivery pickup room for couriers to retrieve orders quickly. And, and that's all done, right? It's all done automated. Outside, there are several parking spaces as well as designated parcels for delivery drivers. So you can come pick it up, okay? You can come pick it up. But this idea is nuts. And, and I think, I think, one, you look at this, right? You look at this. Hold on. Let, 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 let's look at this. Let's, 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 let's get this again because I want y'all to see exactly what we're talking about here. Look at this. This is an actual automated McDonald's. McDonald's may be changing forever. Check this out. crazy think about that for a second folks just just let that sink in that you're not even gonna need to do anything automated absolutely ridiculous so look we got one more story to cover for you this morning we're going to take a very quick commercial break here on top of the morning go freshen up the coffee hit us with a share and we'll be right back here on top of the morning don't go nowhere This season of the Urban Conservative Podcast is brought to you by Newton for Senate, working to improve education, reduce taxes, and keep North Carolina number one for business. Find out more at newtonforsenate.com. This episode of the Urban Conservative has also been sponsored by Case Technology Consulting. Help your business get value out of its data and become more efficient and streamlined. Case Technology Consulting. Check out the link in the description.
Welcome back to Top of the Morning here on Millennium TV. I am Adul Ali, your host, and thank you so much for joining us. You're either watching on Amazon, Apple, or Roku TV. You're also watching us live on Facebook and Instagram. Check us out at tuconservative.com. Give us a like, share, follow, and a subscribe. And make sure you download the Millennium TV app so that you can watch our shows anywhere, anytime you would like. We've got two last things we are covering this morning for you. Uh, one of the things that we're going <laughs> to cover for you guys this morning is what's happening in France. Um, there is a lot going on, apparently. Um, you know, there were some shootings there. And um, this is Paris. This, you know, this is what's happening in Paris, folks. This is, this is what the streets of Paris look like. Uh, apparently, there was a killing, uh, you know, a shooting in a uh, Kurdish neighborhood, um, and, and violence is the result, you know? Uh, this guy, uh, apparently the guy that did this has had mental issues before. He was let go by the police. This is not a good look, you know? This is just not a good look. Um, this is not what we want to see happening. The the world that we live in, folks, it's a, it's... I don't know what to say about this, but that's what's happening on the streets of Paris right now. Um, folks have said because of the shooting, uh, this guy had went on a tirade before. Uh, he had attacked some people before. He doesn't like foreigners. He doesn't want them to go there. And this goes to show you, folks, crazy don't know a country. Crazy doesn't know a border. Crazy don't know nothing but crazy. And, um, you know, hearts and minds and thoughts and prayers go out to everybody you know, dealing with that, um, you know, dealing with the issue there. But folks, people are not happy when you, you know, you're out there letting people who have hurt, harmed and put people in danger go. That's what happens when when a community feels like it's at the breaking point and they're not getting the respect they deserve. They're not being heard. Their issue is not being addressed. And who would let somebody who just did something like this go other than in New York City or New York State with their bail reform stuff? absolutely insane folks last story of the morning that we're gonna cover i'm gonna read this first before i uh i just i just, just want you to guess get in the comments and let me know what state you think this is we're gonna give you a second you ready man allegedly beat roommate's raccoon with hammer and threatened to kill neighbor with a sewing needle Get in the comments real quick. Let us know what state you think that happened in. And I'm going to show you the picture of the dude. Okay? There you go. That's the guy. His name is Tevin Williams. And he was charged with two counts of aggravated assault with a deadly women, weapon. And one count of aggravated animal cruelty for allegedly beating his roommate's raccoon with a hammer. And threatening to kill his neighbor with a sewing needle. Um, Mr. Williams, who's 31, had a sewing needle to his neighbor's neck and threatened to kill him before repeatedly hitting the raccoon and shooting it with a BB gun on December 14th. Deputies with the, um, I don't even want to blow the county that it is because then you'll guess it. Y'all just got to tell me which state you think this is. Uh, deputies responded to a 911 call on five th at 5.30 on December 14th. When they arrived, they met Williams' roommate who said she arrived home from work, hopped off his scooter and then approached her car and began punching the vehicle. Um, I'm going to kill you, according to an arrest affidavit. She was able to get out of her car into her neighbor's house and then uh, informed her that Williams had killed her pet raccoon. Okay. First of all, pet raccoon. 
pet raccoon. Okay, pet, pet, pet raccoon. You got to guess it. It's Florida, folks. It's de definitely down in Florida. Oh, man, the world we're coming to. That's the world we're in. But, folks, it has been a wonderful Monday morning. I hope you all enjoyed your Christmas yesterday with your friends, family, and loved one. Uh, let us remember that this is a time for being thankful. This is a time for us to show love to each other and to be good to each other. We are looking forward to seeing you all tonight. 8 p.m. for the Urban Conservative Podcast Live. Don't you miss it. Uh, we'll be right here on the Urban Conservative for that. Again, thank you for watching on Millennium TV. My name is Adul Ali. This has been Top of the Morning. Y'all have a good day. We'll catch y'all tomorrow morning. Peace. Millennium TV, bridging communities worldwide. We broadcast diverse international content from Europe, Asia, Africa, and now right here in the USA. Watch us via Roku on your smart TV. Submit your own content to 1530entertainmentllc at gmail.com. Download the Millennium TV app from the App Store to stream our shows anywhere, anytime. Millennium TV.